Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All righty, loves. Welcome. It is Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. So uh, Maine, by the way, is one of those states that does not have a red flag law. So, but, I mean, sorry, but common sense would say that if you've got a guy who says, hey, I'm crazy, hey, I want to kill a whole bunch of people, that individual should not own a firearm. Now, whether they get into a pickup truck and drive into a crowd, well, that's another story altogether. But uh, those of you in the uh, Toronto area with your free health care, you tell us, are there still crazy people walking the streets? And uh, I, I shouldn't say crazy, I suppose. That's a pejorative term. Are there mentally ill people walking the streets? Uh, 803-0930. I mean, uh, past <laughs> Justin Trudeau. <laughs> I thought I'd beat you to it. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, let's go to uh, Joe. Uh, Joe, you are on. What do we do about uh, mass murdering maniacs? Well, I, I what I, I've been hearing your callers, and you know, remember the uh, you can keep the change, sir. I can. Thank you. Did you no, just no, give me I'm a just, tip? Yeah, I just gave you a tip. Hey, All you right. know, you know, we know the shooter was uh, seen by a professional, and they were told about it, but. You know the top shooter? Remember the top shooter that he killed all these people in Buffalo? He was under surveillance. He was investigated by the New York State Police. He made statements about that, too. And, and But he was able to get a gun. But the state police had him. They knew the statements he made, and they let him get guns. Well, according according to one of our previous callers, and I'd have to look into that because it's kind of a recondite legal question, uh, if he was 17 when he makes the threats, does that mean he is exculpated? And does that mean that he furthermore can go out and buy firearms uh, when he is uh, 18 or be gifted firearms? He never – that – look, I, I, I'm sorry, but – I don't care if you're 13 years old. If you start threatening people and you start eviscerating animals alive, you should not be able to own a firearm. You shouldn't even have a BB gun. Right. But what I was going to talk to you about, the the main shooter, and I'm reading about him this morning, and I only read it once. I haven't heard it on the news. But during the summer, some of his compadres there were threatening him that they were going to go and 
tell everybody that he was a pedophile. Now, if that's true, I mean, the guy was nuts. We know that for a fact. But his, I'd like to know if there's any truth in the matter that his buddies were bugging him because if he was a pedophile, maybe they should check into it. But if he wasn't a pedophile and these guys are making false statements and it clicked his it clicked him off to go do something stupid, I think they're a little bit of liable there to themselves. You know what I mean? Well, we're probably never going to know the answer to that because uh, you can't cross-examine a corpse. No, you can't cross-examine a corpse. But he, if he made these statements when he was being uh, – uh, and people know he's made these statements that these people were, were doing this. You know, I think they should look into it because, hey, I want to find out if he was a pedophile. Let him come out. But if his friends were making that stuff up, they picked the wrong person to screw with because he, he went off the deep end and killed a lot of people. Yes, but this, this guy, I mean, everything I've read about this guy, and we're not using his name, of course, but everything I've read about the main shooter is uh, not only was he severely mentally ill, he was severely mentally ill for a while. And yet, he's yeah. a firearms instructor? Really? Well, I've been around a lot, and I've met a lot of people in the jobs I've done. And uh, you'd be surprised on how many people are out there that shouldn't own guns. You think that they should. That's all I have to say about that. So you have a great well, day, Tom. Keep up the good work. All right. Well, thank you very much. Uh, yeah. Not really great work, good work, just uh, sounding you out on the situation in Maine and these mass shootings in general. What do we do about them? And I'm sorry, but it just it screams in my face that if you go around threatening to shoot up people, uh, you really need to go away for a an involuntary uh, mental evaluation in New York State. What is that called? Is it uh, help me out here? Article 78. Is that what that is? Um, it, this this guy never should have had firearms to begin with. He was a lunatic and 18 people died. 13 people's lives will never be the same because of traumatic injuries and thousands of lives will be affected by all of the people that he either killed or maimed in his shooting. And of course, the coward uh, blew his own head off, which, by the way, if you're thinking about a mass shooting and, and you know you're going to end it anyway uh, by doing yourself in, do yourself in first and then do your mass shooting, okay? I mean, I'm just saying. Diana, you're on WBEN. Hello. Hi. How you doing, Tom? Hello, Diana. I just have a few points that just stuck out that made me pick up the phone and call you. So the, the question is, you know, the, the mental illness, all these mass shooters have a psych history. Why did New York State, I mean, we're talking just New York State, not Maine, why did we shut down several mental institutions under, I believe it was Kathy Hochul's, um, leadership, if I'm not Cuomo mistaken, too. and Cuomo too. Why are they focusing on stupid gun laws um, that waste time and money for the upstanding um, gun owners of the state? And why wouldn't they be focusing and spending that money on the mental mental health? I mean, I had a niece. I told David this for some other call. I had a niece about a year ago that had a mental health crisis and it is, you can't get those. It is, you are, 
um, to get yourself admitted is very difficult. You'll, they'll take you to the emergency room, and usually you're released within 24 hours because there's a lack of beds. My sister had to beg and plead with, um, our, you know, for my niece because if she was going to hurt herself or hurt somebody else, she was totally off her rocker, and she had to sit in a cop car for three hours to convince them to get her to the emergency room to get admitted. Fortunately, after a 24-hour stay, she was ill enough. They kept her for two weeks, but that is a rarity now. They don't have beds. So you have that problem, which they closed down, and, and even locally. Um, Brylin, the outpatient services, which was facilitating a huge portion of Western New York, um, shut down last year. Um, you know, they only have the inpatient hospital now. So you have that that's affecting here just our local area. You know, they it's really hard to get mental health help. You know, that was an awesome facility. They had therapy online, in person. After the COVID crisis was over, they had psych, um, psychiatric NPs that would be in charge of um, medication and everybody worked together, shut it down. Um, you have that problem. And I personally, when you ask what should we do about the Second Amendment, I feel like the Second Amendment should stay. But I do feel in this odd situation, they should make this red flag law a federal, a federal law. I don't think it should be state to state. When we're talking about mass shooters, and, and threats of harming innocent people, I think it should be a federal law and, and you know, and God forsake those people that are in the, in the bureaucracy of, they're supposed to be reporting these things that get slipped through the cracks. There should be repercussions on those um, institutions. There's uh, not though. As, as far as your situation is concerned, how is your niece doing now? Um, not great. They put her on major medication. She kind of distanced herself from the fa was mad at the family members that were trying to help her. Um, you know, I don't think she's doing great. I think there's some drug activity that isn't, you know, if you, if you need to be, if you're having hallucinations and you are a huge pot smoker, it actually exacerbates your paranoia. And I just don't think she gave that up. So, um, I don't. I haven't really heard from her in a while, but it's going to be an, a, an an ongoing battle. They did find because she was admitted for two weeks. They did have a follow up with a psychiatrist and a therapist. But like I said, I she, she all they almost wouldn't even admit her. There is just no space and room. There's nowhere to put these people. And if you want to know the root cause of why there's all these insane people out there that have severe mental illness that are not getting help it's because there's none available or at least not the kind that they need and not mandatory it's just it's a lack of funding a lack of beds and shame on the governments that um, continue to close down and as far as i'm concerned a, a facility like Brylin outpatient that should have been backed and funded by the state as a necessity just like they would for example Niagara Falls Memorial Hospital. They're not going to let that shut down because it, it, you know, it facilitates 
um, a demographic that's in need. Even if they go bankrupt, they're going to be there to keep it running. Um, apparently, they talk about mental health, mental health, but they're not doing anything. They, they, they're, they're, right now, you just announced something about addiction. Kathy Hochul said they're going to pour all this money into addiction. What about mental health? Well, I mean, to to what extent addiction uh, leads to mental health issues and to what extent mental health issues uh, um, affect addiction, that I do not know. Right. I mean, I do, I mean, I do you, think you, there's you... an intertwining. There, there's an intertwining of the both because, obviously, if you're doing a lot of drugs, you increase the chances of paranoia, you increase the chances of uh, brain imbalances, etc. And conversely, a lot of people who are mentally ill, they decide they're going to self-medicate and they run into problems with drugs that way. So it's almost like this big circular logic uh, merry-go-round that we find ourselves in. But clearly, right. I mean, look, the shows, the shows that we've done on mental illness, I, I might whip out one in the next hour, I don't know, but the, the shows that we've done on mental illness uh, are uh, indicate to me that it is exceedingly complex. It is exceedingly difficult for families who have a mentally uh, ill family member because it isn't just the patient. It's everybody in the uh, in, in the patient's life, uh, friends, family, colleagues, etc. Um, and everybody, you know, everybody talks this good game about mental health. Everybody talks a good game. We need to be more aware of mental health. Really? Well, then what are you doing about it? Nothing. Right. You need to back it up with the services. And and, and, it, and, and honestly, you know, it's difficult for somebody that even, you know, how do I say this, is, you know, a, a, a normal functioning human being that's trying to help a family member go through the, the loopholes and the bureaucratic, um, you know, just hoops and hurdles what if you're somebody that you don't have that support and you're the one suffering and you got to figure out you know it's like it's it's almost it's it's a nightmare you know you got to call like seven different places to see if you know when they can get there's usually a six-month wait list just to get regular counseling I mean it's bad there is a shortage and um, I don't think that enough attention is being brought to the table especially when it comes to our local government and our state government like well, i don't my, my love my love there's 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 counseling okay there's counseling and then there's medication and right. some people are not going to be helped by counseling some people need medication in order to function and i think that's Correct. where the, that, that's where the disconnect is i mean uh to me frankly counseling is a waste of time uh but that's just me right because there's, there's, well, nothing, they, well, there's you, nothing a counselor is ever going to tell me that I don't already know. Well, exactly. A lot of these people need to be on medication. Obviously, the people that are threatening to kill innocent people um, either are, you know, they need to be on some kind of complete anti-psych med. If that doesn't work, they need to be locked up in an instant a mental hospital before they commit, you know. It, I guess there's just not, there's there's no that last solution of follow-up is just, it's missing. 
you know. Well, I think, um, you like know you... what, here's, here's, here's one of the problems, in, in my opinion, and again, forgive my interrupting, but we know more about the surface of Mars than we do about the inner workings of the human brain and, and what causes people to be mentally ill uh, severely, mildly, uh, full-blown psychotic, or just mildly neurotic. Yeah, that is very true. It's very complex, and you're right. You're not going to call it every time. You, you can't just, you know, you can't go by one hunch. There has to be documentation. There has to be um, witnesses or threats or recordings, um, you know, to get somebody's gun privileges taken away or, you know, to make it a viable police oh, in report New York and State. a viable threat. In, in, in New York State, you don't even have to have a viable threat. If they're bound and determined to take your guns, they're going to take your guns. True. But, you know, as far as the federal thing goes, why wouldn't every state adopt a red flag log? It should, it, that's just common sense. Again, critical thinking, common sense. If somebody owns a gun and they are threatening you, game over. And I, like you said, who cares if they're 12 or 13? Any age, any age. That should just be a, that should just be a basic common thread of being able to own a gun. Which, by yeah, the way, I, my husband owns several. You know, he hunts. We have property. My sons have hunted. They have been trained, um, you know, very carefully, and gun safety is huge. I'm not anti-gun, but I certainly don't think a lunatic that's threatening people, I don't care who you are and what state you're from, you should have the right to own a gun. And if they can't put the things in place to get that red flag or whatever happened with the Buffalo shooter, I don't. I'm not sure if that previous caller is correct, where because of his age, it wasn't flagged. That's ridiculous. And I, that I didn't agree. have to happen. That, I mean, to me, that, that's common sense. Uh, you've got a, uh, a young psycho who threatens to shoot up a school and who's also abusing animals. He shouldn't come anywhere within 20 yards of a firearm, ever. And he did, ever. and look what happened. Exactly. Like, ever. You're done. You know, federal, put on a federal list, you are not allowed to buy a, a, a gun anywhere in this country. Yeah, so I've, until I've that happens. I've talked to attorneys about that, and nobody seems to have the right answer. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I think until something like that happens, I don't really know what more is going to change. All right, I thank, I thank you uh, very much. I appreciate the call. And what's, uh, what's also ironic as well is, uh, check this out. We've talked about this before, but uh, technically, if you have a medical marijuana card in New York State, because firearms are governed by the federal government and ATF, uh, DEA still has marijuana on the same schedule as heroin. So it is an absolutely true statement for me to tell you that if you have a medical marijuana card, you are at risk of losing your firearms. And since you live in New York State, don't take that lightly. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. And that has been confirmed by uh, local attorney Max Tresmond, who has been a guest many times on this program. All right, it's Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. What do we do to stop the madness and uh, particularly to stop uh, people with severe mental illness from owning firearms and shooting up bowling alleys filled with families bowling and a cornhole tournament for the deaf? On News Radio 930 WBEN.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. All righty. Welcome, loves. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Well, as I uh, fully expected, the uh, main shooter. Uh, blew his own head off, and I just wish he would have done it before he killed 18 innocent people and maimed another 13 and destroyed hundreds or thousands of lives in Lewiston, Maine, the uh, second largest city in the state of Maine. Uh, what what do we do? Give me some answers. What are your answers on how we prevent the mass shooting of the week? And it just, it seems as though that's exactly what it is. I mean, this last week, it was Lewiston, Maine. What's it going to be this week? What's it going to be the week after? What's going to be the week after that? It's like this never-ending merry-go-round of mass shootings. And it has gotten mass murders. And it you know, it's just, it's out of control. And what do we do to control it and this uh, main situation has me particularly frosted because there is no way in hell this guy ever should have been close to a firearm and yet he's not only a firearm owner he's a firearms instructor good god in what world does somebody who is clearly non-compos uh just mentally uh, not there uh, non-compost meant this. At, at, at what point is it okay for somebody like that to own a firearm? And, and I would say maybe they shouldn't even be allowed to drive. Uh, let's go to, uh, for the safety of everybody else, 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. And is, is the Second Amendment an outdated relic? Should does America need to rethink its position on the private ownership of firearms and begin confiscating every firearm from every home in America? Uh, here is uh, Bill in Hamburg. You're on WBEN. Hello. 
Hello, Tom. How are you? Yes, sir. Yeah, I've been listening in the, to the callers and uh, the one uh, lady who just called in. It's a mental health issue, as we all know, but it's a mental, as she pointed out, it's a mental health resources problem. I pointed to something that started three or four decades ago with the invention of the wonder psychotropic drugs. Doctors saw them as a miracle. Lawmakers saw them as a way to deinstitutionalize people who should be locked up. You see sections of the West Seneca State School closed. You see Forest Ave closed. This here, every just, just stop deinstitutionalize and give them drugs, they'll be fine. And then now there's not enough of also outpatient resources that she so aptly pointed out. The medical profession and especially the lawmakers saw dollar signs and savings. Drugs are cheap compared to uh, a room in a mental hospital. So that I feel is a big part of the of the problem in the it this started decades ago well it started it started in the early 1970s um, yes sir there was a pr- tremendous push to deinstitutionalize people who are severely mentally ill but they forgot one very important part of the equation and you know what it is and I know what it is it's that if there's one group of people that is most likely to be non-compliant with what doctors say they need to take it's the mentally ill and I'm not picking on the mentally ill I'm simply saying that here's what happens here's the mechanism of the mentally ill person typically speaking oh, I feel better now. I guess I don't need to take these meds anymore. And then four days later, they're uh, drooling around like a babbling idiot. I was attacked at my workplace years ago by someone who thought he was better and stopped taking his meds, and he was paranoid schizophrenic, and I suffered a concussion from it as he blindsided attacked me in a lunchroom at work. That's horrible. Yeah, a um, couple and other. Was this somebody who had been uh, institutionalized who was then yes. released? Yes. Also, a couple more comments. Second Amendment is is uh, uh, viable today as it was back then. We don't need any other new laws. We just need to enforce what we have. But back when the Second Amendment was passed, we didn't have these mass shootings. N- no. We didn't have AR-15s. We didn't have military-style assault weapons. That's mm-hmm. how the argument goes. Well, yeah, but that's what is the definition of an assault weapon? It's a fully automatic, and these are not. And honestly, didn't make any difference to the people who are dead in Maine. Th- this is true. This is true. But there is a difference, and that is an area that would you need a lot of review also make the government accountable for they knew this guy well i'm not i'm not exactly sure what the uh laws for uh civil lawsuits are in maine uh mm-hmm. i believe in new york state you've got 90 days if you're suing a government entity 90 days to file notice of claims um 
uh, against a government entity. I'm not sure if it's the same way in Maine or not. But, look, somebody, and I don't know who, I think part of it was law enforcement, dropped the ball in Maine. This guy, and again, uh, forgive me for using pejorative words here, the guy was a lunatic. I mean, this guy was a ticking time bomb. Anybody could have seen the guy shouldn't have been within 100 miles of a firearm. Correct. Hey, Tom, I want to compliment you for giving me this time and taking my call. That's what I do. There's no reason. That's you like do it very well. You don't cut me short. You <laughs> let someone finish and you banter and go back and forth. You are a true professional. Well, let's not go too far with professional nonsense, <laughs> but uh, thank you. I appreciate I appreciate the call, but I mean. I'm asking you to call in, so it kind of makes sense to let you talk. The only time that I interrupt is, A, when there's a point I feel has to be made immediately of correction or um, um, adding to a point, or if there's just plain cell phone overlap, and then you'll hear that periodically during the course of the show where there's cell phone overlap, and I inadvertently cut somebody off, then they start talking, I start talking, and it becomes a giant Mongolian cluster dance. Yes. <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to add to that? No, sir. Thank you All very right. well, much. Thank you, sir. I appreciate the uh, call. Um, I want your thoughts here uh, as we're doing this topic. What do we do to stop the madness of the mass shootings? Give me an answer. And it's it's like, I mean, you can almost predict every time uh, one of these, almost every time uh, one of these things happens, the person involved has had a history of threatening other people, has had a history of cruelty to animals, has has a cruel has had a pattern of adverse interactions with police. Oh yes, and after they do what they do, they typically blow their own heads off, which is something they should do as step number one because it would save an awful lot of people an awful lot of grief. Uh, but 803-0930 is the phone number. Is the, uh, is the Second Amendment dead? Should the Second Amendment be erased from the Constitution? Should private ownership of firearms be stricken from your rights as an American citizen? And uh, Which, of course, would mean that the uh, government would have to go basically door-to-door, house-to-house to seize every firearm, which, I might add, would be the wet dream of the ATF. 803 803- 0930 is the uh, phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. How do we stop these mass shootings? And and look, step number one, I'm sorry, but the, the, the tops murderer, I don't care if he was 13 years old, 17 years old, 18 years old, when he was making threats against people, he automatically, even if he was 10, should have been put on the Knicks list. Hey, this person clearly has issues and should never be allowed to have a pistol permit, should never be allowed to own a firearm. And one of the problems, of course, is, and we saw this in suburban Rochester, what, 20, 25 years ago, uh, this uh, severely mentally ill guy convinced a neighbor to go and buy him a firearm. So she goes and buys him the firearm, gives it to the guy, who then promptly ambushes fire department personnel responding to a fire. 
Um, and obviously that's a problem. But you know, anybody that listen, it's like, you know, the announcements in the airport. If anybody has given you something to take with you on your flight, please notify us immediately. Um, if somebody says, hey, would you go buy me an AR? Here's the money. I do it myself, but I'm just a little bit tied up. That should be a red flag to you as an individual. No? I mean, come on. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. What do we do to stop the mass shootings? And is part of the problem contained in our Second Amendment of the Constitution? Is it outdated? Does it no longer work? Is it no longer valid? Here is uh, Tim on WBEN. Hello, Tim. Hi, Tom. Um, I'd like to touch on the whole red flag aspect that everybody's calling for, if you want. Go ahead. Okay. Um, it seems that nearly every politician is calling for red flag laws to be implemented either in their state or throughout the country or whatever. But um, that is only to benefit them. The red flag laws are unnecessary, not to mention unconstitutional, um, in that they don't afford anyone due process. And the reason I say they're unnecessary is because that every state in this nation has some form of the Baker Act. Now, the Baker Act allows the government to remove firearms from anyone they choose, but it's time-consuming because it affords everyone due process. The states don't want to have to deal with lengthy, drawn-out court cases and, and psyche valves. And um, they want everything to be instant. And then if they make a mistake, oh, we'll give you your guns back when we see fit, which means never. Uh, well, my understanding so of the Baker Act is if somebody is uh, in a mental health crisis and they don't voluntarily go to get evaluated, that family members or law enforcement can order them for an involuntary evaluation um, and in uh, in New York State, I believe, as I said, that follows uh, an Article 78 hearing to uh, determine whether or not somebody ought to be locked up. What do we do to stop the mass shootings? And what are the common denominators? That's see, that to me, that's like the biggest question there is. What are the common denominators? We know what they are. So what do we do about them? Uh, you're with us on WBEN, Timothy in Tonawanda. Yeah. So. I believe you're correct. The Baker Act does uh, it primarily deal with with getting someone to see a counselor or go for an evaluation, but it can, in fact, be used uh, to disarm someone. But it does have due process protections, something that very few, if any, of the red flag laws have. And that that's a concern of mine. You don't ever get a better populace by giving up your rights. Well, look, if, if the government wants your firearms, they're going to get your firearms regardless of whether there is a legal basis for it and appealing uh, the government's uh, seizure of firearms or your inability to have a firearm, you might as well be urinating into the wind into a hurricane. Well, I agree, but there's no need to make it easier for them. 
well, what about these mass shootings? What if somebody had Baker acted the uh, shooter in Maine? Or what if somebody had Baker acted the shooter at Tops, the murderer at Tops? Okay, what well, what if they had? Would that person have been uh, under psych, psychiatric care at this point? Would he have been locked up? I mean, we don't have uh, psych centers anymore, per se, you know, to speak of, but... Um, that type of care might have caused uh, them to not perform their act. Well, I mean, it's uh, it's pretty hard to do a mass shooting if you're locked in a mental hospital. But uh, well, as people as as people have brought up today, uh, trying to access those services um, again, you might as well be urinating into a hurricane. Well, that's correct, but that's. Uh, it's a related issue, but it is, in fact, a separate issue. That was done years ago, and, and uh, yeah, it's something that needs to be reversed. Uh, speaking of mental health issues, it sounds like you're around somebody with severe road rage with that horn. What the hell? I, I think it's, um, I think somebody set it off. It's sitting here in the parking lot. Well, is that an alarm? Because if it is, it's not very effective. I think it's an alarm. I, 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 it's, I'm sitting here in a parking lot. I think it's somebody's alarm. But, you know, and by, and by the way, in, in a way, this is kind of a metaphor for all of the people out there who are mentally ill, who have firearms, who ought not to have firearms. After a while, you become immune to it, just like you're immune to the alarm. You hear the alarm going off, but you're not going over to check out the whether somebody's breaking into the car, are you? No, I'm not. No, and, right. and you're correct. We we grow tolerant to many things in, in, in this world. Uh, yeah, very, uh, very interesting, sir. Thank you kindly. I appreciate the call, my love. Right. Thank you. Have a good day. Absolutely. Um, all right, loves. Do, do you guys, I mean, I've done shows about this before, but do you guys want to switch this over to uh, uh, your your stories about trying to get uh, mental health care for yourself or somebody else? Because to me, it's the biggest hose job in public relations America right now is we are listening. We're listening to what you have to say about mental illness. Try this on for size. Call into work tomorrow and say, um, I'm feeling mentally ill today. I really don't think I should come into the office. How long do you think your career is going to last? Seriously. Do you think you're going to be up for that promotion? You think they're going to be up for that raise? You think word isn't going to get around the office? You might as well look out for Jody. Jody's having some issues. Just putting it out there. It's, I mean, we, we talk a good game about so many things, and in reality, we're full of crap. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.